Hey, just a reminder that friend of the show and sketch card artist Ben Abusada is giving Rebel Base Card listeners 20% off sketch cards in his Etsy store. If you go to Etsy.com slash shop slash KSGeekman and use the code RebelBaseCard, you'll get 20% off of sketch cards. You can find the link in the show notes. All right, let's do the show. This is Dan Rivron, sketch card artist for Tops Upper Deck and Cryptozoic. And you are listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. This little one's not worth the effort. Come, let me get you something. You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. Just as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting. We need a statement, not a manifesto. We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no. The one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary ignition. Welcome back, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. My name is Greg McLaughlin, and this is the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Uh, good show for you tonight, as my guest is Frank Mulder, and we are going over uh, some of the Mandalorian Season 1 cards that uh, him and I both purchased. And uh, we'll be getting to that here uh, in a few minutes. Um, I wanted to start off the program by very happily starting off the program. Uh, as uh, some of you may have known, uh, I actually was tested positive for COVID a number of days ago. So I have been under house quarantine for the last several days. And so whereas some of my activities online have been uh, put at a bit of a pause... Uh, I'm still fairly active on Twitter, um, but in some cases, uh, also trying to work from home and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, thankfully, I would say that the symptoms that I've had so far, uh, knock on wood, have been pretty um, mild uh, at best. And so I have, uh, I think myself very fortunate. Uh, I know a lot of folks out there have had it a lot worse than I have. And, you know, uh, what we know is that this may not be, you know, all there is. There might be more to it. But, um, you know, one of the things that I kind of wanted to do um, when we knew that the Mandalorian was, uh, the season one cards were coming out, is I wanted to kind of reach out to some folks who had had um, pre-orders and then had some cards come in and uh, get a chance to talk about them. And uh, Frank was nice enough to kind of hold off as I kind of got my recording situation together. I'm actually recording it from the uh, Couch of Exile uh, in, in my place here. So he was nice enough to uh, spend a little time with me tonight as we went over uh, some of the cards he had. He had a couple of uh, hobby tins, and uh, I had a blaster box, and we were able to open some up and talk him about. Uh, we were able to talk about the cards, uh, see some of his hits, and uh, I always find these break shows uh, really fun because you know it's more than just cracking open uh, cards; it's a conversation. Uh, and it's kind of fun. We we, you know, we can talk about you know what we like about the show, about the cards itself, the parallels and things like that. So um, you know, as we kind of get back into uh, what would hopefully be a, a regular routine uh, once this thing passes. But I thought in the meantime that uh, you would enjoy this episode tonight. And uh, like I said, it really was nice. And uh, you know, afterwards I kind of had mentioned to Frank that it was kind of nice to take my mind off of things because you know when you're basically stuck on a couch. Uh, for several days, it's really not much else you can think about, even if you're trying to get work done or you're trying to do this or that. So, heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, hmm. but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. 
the greatest teacher failure is. And I'm just going to put a program note here that since I recorded some of this intro, I was able to get a hobby tin of the Mandalorian and do a break on Instagram. Uh, there was some changes in pricing uh, that I went over that I went ahead and cut the audio from that. And I'll do that uh, as my homestead keeping tonight because uh, for those of you who are perhaps thinking of purchasing uh, there's a lot of variation in pricing, and so the homestead keeping tonight will go over the pricing, and then we will get to uh, my break with Frank after that's done. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. And, uh, you know, these were put out in pre-order earlier this year, and sometimes I get a little lazy in doing the pre-orders. Um, but something happened on this one, which is a little different than I've seen, whereas um, pre-order was around 65 Right, so there was some different pre-orders happening at the time, and if you've been following along this year, Tops, you know they they had to kind of stagger their releases. It's been kind of crazy, not only for production, distributions, whatnot, um, and we're already seeing some increases in prices for the sports cards. If you look in your local uh, Target and Walmart, uh, you are going to find a empty shelves, really, because you know they're just being gobbled up. And what's happening is a lot of folks are grabbing these and reselling them, and they're reselling them at quite a high margin. Um, I was wondering if this was going to leak over into the non-sports. And to some extent with The Mandalorian, it did. Not necessarily. Um, we had some dates pushed back, right? So we had the, the Chrome Legacy, uh, the Holocron series, which was set, which was supposed to come out in September. It's not coming out until December 23rd. Um, and you could get pre-orders. So I, when I was looking for pre-orders, I was like, well, you know, I'll wait till the Mandalorian comes out. It was at that time going to come out in November and whatnot. But, you know, Hobby Boxes sold out. I should say Hobby Tins uh, sold out. And so what was left was Blaster Boxes on Steel City. Now, sometimes I'll refer to some of these distributors, and I like to refer to them on my notes here as what I call, um, I call it the big three. You're going to have Blowout. You have Dave and Adam's and Steel City Collectibles. There was a huge, when the Mandalorian uh, cards came out on the 4th, um, so you know, pre, a lot of people got their pre-orders in, um, but the retail, the, the second wave of the stock they got in, um, you started seeing them at, really at blowout for 149. David Adams uh, was selling it for 129, and Steel City, had them for 139. So you can already see that we had some we have some variations in price. And this would be it's not necessarily MSRP, but let's just say let's just say uh, SRP, right? So in looking, I've been kind of noticing that the prices are fluctuating a little bit. So right now, if you go to Blowout, and I was going earlier today, you're going to find these on sale for 109.99. David Adams 190 119.95. And Steel City was having them on sale for $99.95. So, you know, when you're looking at it, it's not a huge gap in price. But if you consider that the pre-order price was $65-ish, let's just say, then you're going to notice that, wow, this is a huge, huge difference. Now, one thing that's nice about Steel City, um, for those of you who... Um, don't shop there that often. They oftentimes will sell blasters, and Steel City was actually where I found 
uh, the resistance blasters from last year. And if I'd had them, you know, unfortunately they came out right before Star Wars Celebration. If I would have had those things in my hand, I would have probably gotten in line with Christopher Sean and had him autograph one of the resistance cards. As such, I didn't get it till after. Um, so at any rate, but one thing I've also noticed is if, so one thing I noticed on eBay when I was looking is, is that eBay prices were ranging anywhere from 85 to 100. Some of them had shipping included, some were extra, but I did manage to see one that was riding around 85 with free shipping, right? But it also had an interesting thing of make an offer. And I don't know if a lot of you folks, um, and something that sometimes, something I've noticed this year, especially when I have gone to eBay, where you have a lot of make an offer, there's two things. Um, the make an offer, it's, not, it's been around for a little while. Um, they'll either, it's a yes or no, right? You put it in and they usually respond back, um, usually respond back fairly, fairly soon, within maybe a day or so. But the other thing that was kind of interesting, if you are a regular shopper on eBay, is if you like it or add it to a watch list, sometimes you'll get a message um, emailed or through your eBay messenger that the seller has reduced it. I think it's probably something they bake it into when you're selling on eBay that you could say, um, if someone throws this on a watch list, you, know, you could throw like a 10, 12, 15% discount um, on it. And uh, so in which case, so there's two different ways. Like if you're not like, you know, I, I tend to be more of a buy it now. Sometimes I'll put, I'll do the bidding thing, but I usually kind of like, like, give me a set price. Let me, I want it. I want it now. Go. So, you know, I put in an offer for 80 and then after taxes, it was like about 80, 85. So I thought that, you know, considering that they're probably, these were probably on the low end, these were probably pre-orders. Um, they're making, you know, the seller is making a little bit on it. So in which case, you know, it never, to me, it didn't hurt because, well, okay, I'll, I'll either, they'll either say no and I'll just buy it at 85 or I'll get a little bit of discount and everybody goes home happy, right? They make a little bit on it. Um, I got them in. I have a hard time with these at a hundred or more only because you're not getting the full base set in these. Um, as I've talked before on the podcast, the Mandalorian season one cards, they're a hundred card base set with several parallels. In the hobby tins, you're seeing, and then Frank can back me up on this. Um, these should be seven packs at eight cards. So you, if, if you're looking at a hobby tin, right? Let's go to the hobby. Should be seven packs at eight cards each. Um, so you got about 56 cards, but uh, in that, you, it's not 56 base cards. Well, one of them you're hoping is a hit at least, if not more. But also you're figuring out if each pack of eight, um, you're probably going to get a couple, two or three inserts. So maybe you're going to get, you know, four to six base cards, as opposed to if I say, if I take this and, um, like I said, these should be in... Targets and Walmart soon. These the the they're all, the whole reason for a blaster box is it's basically a retail, uh, it's a retail vehicle. So these have ten packs of six cards. Ten packs of six cards. Plus you get the medallion card. Um, so there's two. There's a couple of different ways you can attack this. If you are looking for the hit, then I would say, you know, at at sixty five, this was a steal. At 85, you're like, okay, I'm basically paying for the autograph. Um, I'll get some, but I certainly won't get a complete set. And this is where trading buddies, you know, find, find your buddy, um, find me, 
Uh, I'm putting together a spreadsheet that I can email out. But also, you know, if you're if you're into base, if you're into getting the base set for this, the blaster box at twenty bucks. Even if you get it from, let's say, Steel City was the only one of the big three to sell blaster boxes. If you can't find them at Target and Walmart, if you, you know, if you even get like one or two, like I got three blaster boxes. Uh, from steel uh, from steel city but if you got one or two it's still to me worth it because even with uh the ta- the taxes and whatnot you know you're, you're getting a good deal you're getting um with this one what did i say if you are getting 10 packs of six you're getting 50 ish right um base cards so a couple of them find your trading buddy um <laughs> you're you're getting a good chunk of the base set a couple three blaster boxes i like i figure with the two or three blaster boxes uh the hobby box this is gonna put me well over i'm gonna have duplicates um but what's interesting even if you got nothing but blaster boxes let's say they start showing up in your targets and walmarts and you pick them up um you pick them up over time you will have enough to maybe trade some inserts and in and whatnot so you know like i said it depends on how you want it how you want to kind of attack it um, I think this was a nice way to, you know, I, I probably won't have to get, I won't have to buy too many more unless I want to put aside a little bit of budget for eBay, maybe to do, uh, pick up like a sketch card. Um, Dawn Murphy, who's been on the podcast before, she, you know, there's a lot of folks that have uh, sketch cards on on eBay. So, you know, if you're looking for really the the the, the cheap way, and the tin is awesome. If you're looking for the cheap way to get this, you could get the tin separately on eBay. And sometimes they'll even include the tin plus the base set, and then maybe set aside a little bit of your budget for um, for going after an auto of something you want. Like I said, there are there are many different ways you can crack this. Stay on target. We're too close. Stay on target. And uh, hopefully, uh, you can get a little out of this, and um, maybe this is a set that you want to kind of chase. So without further ado, let's get into the break. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. If they don't go for this, we're gonna have to get out of here pretty quick, Chewy. Where did you get the uh, Where did you get the hobby boxes from? So I was lucky. I managed to catch the the pre-orders from Blowout Cards uh, back in summer, I think it was. I think when you and many others had started talking about it, and I was looking around for the best prices at the time. And I know those prices have changed dramatically since. Now mm-hmm. they're actually released, and it seems that the demand is way outweighing the supply. Um, I did take a look earlier. Um, the hobby boxes I, I bought, I pre-ordered, uh, were about $65 each back in summer. And I was just taking a look earlier today, you know, and I was going to speak to you, and um, uh, Blowout Cards now has them for $150 for one box. And they're on special right now for 110 So there's been a massive, uh, massive increase. So I was hoping to get a third box. Uh, because of the card count in these boxes, even the hobby boxes, you know, seven packs, eight cards per pack. So just 56 total in each box with a hundred card base set. So I was hoping to get a third. Um, that wasn't possible. And, and now the prices have jumped up so incredibly high. Um, I think I may revert back to my initial plan, which was get what I can here. Uh, perhaps look at eBay for a base set. I know you'd mentioned about trying to uh, link a few people up and see if we can get some some cars moving around uh, so hopefully at some point i'll be able to get that 
full set. It shouldn't be too difficult. But from the boxes I have, uh, there's no way to do that. Yeah, I had to take a double double take when I went back because I knew that once pre-orders were done, you know, and the prices kind of moved off. And, and, and uh, you know, when I started seeing... Um, I think Steel City was still selling them, but they were getting around on 130. I'm like, I don't remember that being the price of them. And then, you know, you start to go, you know, I was kind of wondering whether or not that the sports cards, you know, the sports card. And I think some of this is maybe supply and demand where it just sort of like, oh, is this is this, you know, um, leeching over into, you know, the the Star Wars cards. And so. And I think that's when I kind of reversed course and started going, okay, well, if I'm trying to put together a base set, then definitely, you know, the, uh, Steel City was the only one selling the blaster boxes, which those folks who are interested in putting together a base set, I think the uh, the blaster boxes, I think, are a nice ticket because you are getting 10 packs, six cards mm-hmm. per pack, so you are looking at... Um, 60, 60 cards plus the medallion cards. So I think you may have it set up to where if you're able to get those hobby boxes at a decent price to begin with, you can supplement with a blaster box or two, throw in some trading there, and I think you've got it all wrapped up. Plus, you're going to get your two guaranteed hits. So I think you're going to have kind of the best of both worlds. Um, yeah, yeah. It was funny. It was actually uh, only when uh, I heard from you the other day that that the medallion cards are in the blaster boxes. I wasn't aware of that. So they'd be interested to see, you know, what you have uh, medallion wise. Uh, and I'll definitely be checking out target. That's usually around here where I can find those blaster boxes. We might have them sometimes, but, uh, but that'd be interesting to see what they what those will be all about. What kind of designs they are going to throw in this time? Uh, I've seen some, a friend of mine on Instagram, uh, Peter Stuckus, uh, was very enamored with the um, medallion cards he got. And the ones that I have seen, uh, I know that Norn Rad of the Marvel Car Collectors podcast that he had opened up some on Facebook Live, and you know the medallions looked really nice, and I th- so I think that, um, and there I think there were also some numbered medallions as well. So um, you know normally I I get a little apprehensive only because I don't really have a good place to store them, but I think with anything Mando is is awesome, so it's one of those where you really can't go wrong, but. Um, but um, let's let's go ahead and, and uh, grab one of your. It's a tin, actually, right? That's right. They are tins. Let me turn this camera, and you'll be able to see this. So if I just get this done. So yeah, they're actually a, a metal tin. The, the the shape of the Mandalorian helmet. Um, what what's how it's going to be presented inside? I have no idea. But uh, let's go ahead and get this one open. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I think that um, that tin makes a nice keepsake. Um, and I was kind of curious. It has the, uh, how does it, uh, it doesn't look that big though. It, um, I thought it looked a little, yeah, you know, I, I can literally, you know, adult sized hand. I can, I can pretty much cover it with my, my entire hand. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that big, but like you say, uh, the, the way it's all contoured, it's embossed. So, you know, you do have the contours of the Mandalorian helmet where the visor is and such. So it's, it's, it's a very nice tin. Like I say, it'd be, it'd be a nice, uh, keepsake. Can it stand up on its own? Oh, yeah, that's so, nice. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that bottom section, you know, where the bottom that uh, that visor meets the uh, the bottom edge of the helmet. Yep, that's absolutely flat. So it's freestanding and it's pretty stable at that as well. Yeah. Oh, that's, that'd make a nice uh, that'd make a nice little addition to somebody's desk. <laughs> that really would, <laughs> and I think it probably will. So All let's right. see what we got inside. Okay, so okay, so just a plastic tray with the with the cards inserted just there. Oh, nice. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that the cards are going to be the same packs. Uh, like you said, the, the counts are slightly different in the blaster boxes. 
Yes, um, you're looking at eight versus six. So you have um, so the what the card count for what you have should be about what fifty six. Fifty six cards. That's right. Yeah, eight cards, uh, seven packs. All right. uh, I've been pretty well behaved as well. I've not taken like, any checklists. <laughs> um, I did see mention of, of like doubles and triple autographs, and the one that I was always hoping that they might do would be the Rebel Pilots from Ooh. the Prisoner episode, if there was to be. And and I'm sure there's 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 check lists in detail out there but if they were to have done uh a dave filoni uh rick fumiawa uh, and deborah chow that would be the, the, the one on my on my uh oh, top be, of my list that'd be awesome yeah that was a checklist that was something i was kind of wanting to start either if i did a google uh google spreadsheet or just an excel spreadsheet um especially if we're facilitating a little trading so absolutely absolutely yeah. So right, I'll, I'll try and be cautious here. I've, I've, I've studied several people doing their unboxings. <laughs> you know, Fred's always a good study. Um, this is our dispatch. You know, because the last thing you want to do is uh, pull that that first, uh, which may be in there. I'm not sure. Ooh. So, um, okay, first card here. Uh, forging the pauldron. So that's the armor right there. You know, Beautiful it's. It's funny, I think, you know, you want to talk about the word pauldron. It's like I had never heard that word before The Mandalorian came out. So it's like I think it's always good when a, when a show uh, ups your vocabulary game a bit. That's absolutely true, yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I'd taken a look at some of the, some of the, the verbiage they use, especially the, the armorer, you know, um, the, the curious. It's like, curious, okay, that doesn't, that, that's not something I'm familiar with. So I went taking a look for that and... Uh, Apparently, there's several different pronunciations of it, but I, I think Curious uh, is probably the safest of them all. <laughs> okay, um, uh, meeting Cara Dune. So, of course, that's uh, after their rumble um, in Sogum, uh, just before they get uh, overlooked by uh, by the child. You know what are you guys are doing while he's eating his bone broth. Okay, uh, in the care of Pelimoto. Um, I'd be interested what's on the back of these as well. You know, after you spoke to. Uh, Ari Kaplan, you know, give me a little bit more appreciation uh, for, for what goes on the back of these. You know, everyone looks at the images and glance at the back. But uh, that that was that was a great interview, and it's, it's nice to to hear some of the creatives. Yeah, and it was just really by by chance that you know I, you know, he had responded back to a tweet you know, from from months ago, and then yeah, you kind of mm -hmm. in some cases you can take the the text on the back, at, you know, for granted. Um, and, and one thing you will have to say also, Amy Sedaris, just what a marvelous job she has done, not only, you know, in the one episode there, but in the uh, in yeah. the episodes of season two as well. So really becoming a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. In se season two, um, her character, Pelly there, uh, really grew on me. I, I wasn't, to be perfectly honest, entirely sure um, in that gunslinger episode. I wasn't familiar with her. Um, but, but yeah, she's doing a stand-up job. And uh, in in season two, episode two, or chapter ten, uh, she's she's hilarious. She's fantastic. And I really like you know the look of the the cards as well. Uh, you know we've got a and there is a there is a like a pretty stark white border on this, but I do like how the the rest of the of the border of this it doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily get in the way, and you have a nice you have a nice image of it. Um, so I, I'm I'm kind of digging the uh, the layout of these cards. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, um, we'll see what. T I'm not sure what color the inserts are this time either. Um, it, it is a it's a great scene um, from oh. from the village. You know, with the the up against that ATST raider. Which a fantastic sequence. I love that. Um, that was one of the really exciting parts of, of that particular episode. And 
I'm not sure if we're ever going to go back there. Omera seemed to uh, make an impression on Din, so maybe. Okay, setting the trap for that same episode. Oh, these are nice. Yeah, these are great. Oh, and this is the old Rocketeer Buzz Lightyear moment. <laughs> oh, I really, I really did like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was great. I, I think uh, probably uh, the Sin episode three of, uh, of season one was my favorite of all. Um, it's a real toss-up between that and then that final episode, episode eight. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's one of our insert sets. The characters. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, stamped uh, silver Star uh, Star Wars logo. Characters uh, Quill this time. Writing uh, a blur. Yep. That's right. Yes, yeah, that's uh, character four C four. So I'm not sure how many of those there are. Uh, and then you commented on the white just a moment ago, and, and there's the blue. So. Um, and you know it's interesting. We were talking about like the the colors of the insert. Now this particular one you've got is a blue one, and I also know right. that we do have purple inserts as well. And this is something where you know you, you start seeing that white border around the base set, and then you go to the the inserts, and you go, you know what I like is this is a very stark blue. This is almost like an electric blue. Um, and so yeah. any one of these inserts is going to be you're really going to see this coming, and uh, it makes a nice insert color. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It really, is nice and nice and striking. It's a real, real lovely blue color. Okay, uh, oh, good pack start. number two. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's have a look here. Okay, so um, okay, uh, old friends, new job uh, from the the prisoner episode. Ah, uh, great um, episode. It really was. Yeah. Oh, and again, there we go. So another one. Uh, no match for the Mandalorian. Uh, the security droids. Yeah. And it's nice because we do have, you know, we do have cards from season one as we're watching season two, and not only are we seeing uh, cards on online, and I think uh, as we're recording this on a Monday, um, mm -hmm. Tops should be getting their their uh, second week um, up, so you can order online from Tops. I think it's a five card set for nineteen ninety nine, but we're also seeing very similar cards in the Star Wars Card Trader app, so it's like. You know, and I like each of them as sort of distinctly different. Um, so if you're a Mando fan, uh, your cup runneth over as far as cars are concerned. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I actually went through a bunch of credits um, about an hour <laughs> ago just because they, they dropped, like you say, the uh, the Chapter 10 cards today, and they're great. You know, everyone's loving the Frog Lady. So uh, I dropped a few credits. Uh, got a couple of trades out there to complete that set out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. really is a fun set. Uh, Mudhorn. <laughs> Yeah, the mud horn stopped. So yeah, <laughs> that was great as well. You know, when that did stop, uh, you know, when when the child stopped that, and it seemed like he was ready to go. You know, Din had given it all he could. That was it. Oh, what an iconic scene here! Yeah, uh, this one's uh, called Secret Bounty. You know, it, this one, ju just the way it's it, it's it's made this card is just a I say just a it's a, it's clearly a still from the from the episode, but it looks very artistic. Um, yeah, I think so. this one when they storyboarded it out, I mean, you know, the iconic shot of the Mandalorian just kind of looking at the prom, and you just know, you know, and this was even before you know the hand goes out, and so just what an amazing uh, shot, and I think from concept image on uh, to finish scene, you know, I think they knew they had a home run with this. Yeah, that, no doubt, no doubt. Van Herzog decline. Yeah, that that's still a big old mystery there. This is one of the things I like so much about season one. We got so much, but it left us wanting so much and needing so much, and so much story left to be filled in. So, 
uh, wonderful character. And, you know, I would have to say, uh, I don't know a lot about Werner Herzog before, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, the one thing that when you're talking about the mystery of that is that imperial necklace he was wearing. It's such an odd placement of that. And then, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. you know, when, when they go to and they just, you know, some things they'll just go and they just, you'll get it and they don't explain it. And you go, what the heck? Um, yeah, I mean, in my mind, you know, when, when we heard Tarkin and A New Hope talking about the regional governors, my, my first, my mind went straight to that. I thought, okay, oh, is he yeah. one of these guys? You know, I, I don't know, but uh, but he, he certainly commands the room, uh, both the character and the and the man. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have another insert here, aliens yeah, and this, creatures. This, yeah, aliens creatures blurg again. Um, so apparently there's 10 of those, a classified reptile. That's um, and Creatures number one. I always wish that they are nine instead of 10, just because I'm always thinking of that binder sheet. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's the same when you get that card, 100 in a 100-card set. I know, It just throws I know. it all off. And oh, then uh, another one of those blue inserts, an emission. Right. Again, beautiful blue. I mean, they've really used some great print this time. Now, the backs of those cards, are they as glossy yeah. as the front? They actually, uh, th- there's a slight difference. If I can try and get some reflection on there, let's see. The back's not quite so. So, yeah, you do have a far glossier front than back. But but beautiful cardstock, it really is. Very, very nice cardstock. Okay, let's try again. Yeah. While you're opening that, I want to ask you, how do you handle sure. your inserts? Do you, do you um, put them separately? Do you, how, how, do you, uh, how do you organize your, uh, those inserts? Yeah, I do now, actually. What I've started doing more recently, uh, having bought more binders, more pages, as I have started to uh, put a page for each insert set, whereas mm. I would previously have like run it on, like say if it was that card 100, say so those eight pouches remaining, I would carry on that way. Or if I just two of one insert set and maybe three of another, um, I'd put those together. But more recently, I've been uh, keeping those uh, separated for by sheet also by numbered cards as well you know i keep those together because the chance of getting a the, the entire set of a, of a particular exactly. color gets expensive and to get a numbered set I, I think it's probably prohibitively expensive if even possible so keep those together as well oh what do we got here okay so this is quill and the kid it says <laughs> quill and the kid so i like that that's a buddy cop film that needs to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Quill of the Kid. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and then the next blockbuster from Disney, Incinerator. Uh, the Incinerator Trooper, which was a, which was a, that was marvelous to, to have seen that brought in because I believe that was was that in a game, a character from a video game previously. That yeah. is, I don't know whether that's a Battlefront character or not, and I know some people out there are probably cringing when I say that, but I, you, you got to love where they're bringing in all these different uh, these different properties. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at Celebration last year, one of the things that, that stuck with me, and, and I know people have mentioned it, you know, certainly with characters that have appeared in this uh, the second season, um, during that Mandalorian panel, uh, we were at the Star Wars live stage. We, we went in the actual uh, the, the stadium itself for that, but I do recall them hearing that they were looking at some of the EU stuff and selecting what worked well and, and bringing some of that back in. I think we're starting to see some of that now. So this one simply says found. Uh, this Another is bounty sniper. hunter from... Yeah. The negotiation. Yeah, that that was a great scene as well with those jowers. Here we go. Just a shot of the child on the prom. Yep, the the adorable observer. <laughs> oh, here's oh, a nice here we go. Yeah, this is great. So uh, a little Paz Vizsla. 
Oh, that was great. You know, when that name Vizsla dropped down and it was uh, um, John Favreau again, it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is what we've been waiting for this time. And, and people love that because they, they know that Filoni and Favreau get it. And so, you know, when they're putting stuff in, you know, a lot of this isn't by chance. And I think there's that, there's that always those, those uh, harkens ba- harken backs. Um, mm. Yeah, a little tip of the hat, a little tip of the hat. Uh, there they we go. Yeah, another one of the character cards. What know. is the for the characters inset? What is how many characters? Uh, oh, it doesn't say here. Well, it doesn't say, but this one is thirteen. So that that blurg earlier on, I believe, was one. Uh, you know, oh, sort of quill on the blurg was one. So it's thirteen. So at least thirteen at this point. Um, and then again, the armorer. Oh, that's a nice blue parallel too. So that really is. That really is beautiful. So I think we're averaging about, you're averaging at least, what, about one blue parallel per pack. Yeah, I, I think, I, like I said, I've been pretty well behaved in, in looking at what was <laughs> what was doing the rounds with, with checklists Ooh. and such. But I think it said an insert in each, uh, in each pack and a parallel in each pack. So that, again, was going to drop the chances of getting close to a complete base set there, yeah. Uh, training the villagers, and I think you saw a flash of color back then as well. I, I saw that. I too, saw it. So. I'm not going. I'm not going to give it away here, but um, okay. That is that is a pretty uh, looking parallel. But you know, you know, when you're talking about, and I think sometimes doing the the journey two sets, um, mm-hmm. sometimes those those more common parallels can be something you can chase later, uh, and you know the number of blues you might get. Uh, you know, like I said, it depends on. You know what, what, what you do with a card collection once you get past, you know, like a cer- certain point. Do you kind of put it away, or does it become a project for later? Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember you saying this about the journey of the child, that green parallel set, mm-hmm. and I absolutely get where you come from with a green child set. Would be absolutely fantastic. That that mm. that'd be great. I'm not sure. I'm sure they're available. I've never looked into it. I remember you mentioned it a couple of times, and it is appealing. So this one is uh, delivering the asset. Um, one of my favourite characters from uh, season one, uh, Doctor Pershing, uh, had a very small role, but it just seems so so important to the story. And he was also one of the first autographs that you saw on Topps's uh, website when when that came out. I know there was, um, you know, they were they were starting to do these um, autograph cards. You know, when the when the the show start first started coming out, but yeah. His autograph, um, uh, you know, one of the first ones out there. Oh, here's yeah. another child one. Yeah, yeah, the child's new friends. <laughs> okay, so it's back with uh, EV99 in our cantina. And, did, did I and, hear that Mark Hamill was something to do with this voice? Ah, uh, I, I thought I heard something about that, and you know, I, it's interesting that you know, a lot there was a lot of callbacks in that episode. Uh, for mm-hmm. the gunslinger, and you know, especially droids being in a cantina, um, and that was something where I was like, you know, it was interesting. Like I didn't necessarily have to see it, you know. Not every droid or anything has to be a callback, but um, mm-hmm. you never quite know where Hamill's going to show up. That's what I do kind of oh, like. That's about. true. Yeah, there's a beautiful card right there. It's just the base, but the mission begins. Beautiful shot. Oh, look at this concept art. Oh. I was hoping for this. I did not know that there was an insert concept set. Let's see what that is. 
So it's uh, chapter three. So th this may be like, uh, it's actually CA5. So it looks like there could be uh, multiple uh, images of concept art for each each episode. But yeah, that's a great one with the whistling birds. And I do like the fact they also give the artist credit. I think that was, it was a Brian, is it uh, Matthias, I would say? Yes. Yep. Um, so yep. I like the fact they're giving the artist credit on this one. And you, heard, uh, I'm going to definitely hope that there are a lot of th these cards because these are, you know, going back to even uh, Empire Strikes Back. You love the concept art. You love seeing those uh, Macquarie images way back then. And and this is a, this is a great insert set uh, to to bring out in this uh, in this card set. Yeah, this is definitely one for me to chase as well. You know, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of the creative talents. Um, I love all that all that behind the scenes that concept art is beautiful. Uh, and here, here's that flash of purple you saw earlier. And these are such vibrant colors in, in the in the blues and this purple insert, so... Yeah, that's not a numbered one, so I'm not sure... I'm sure there's going to be numbered, but, but blue and purple to this point appear not to be numbered. All right. Okay. This would be... Uh, okay. And so, here we go. Yeah, handing over, over the egg. <laughs> Yeah, oh, another good shot of IG-11. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Showdown with the Empire. The uh, I like that odd scene. I like those odds. What do we got here? Okay. So this is uh, following uh, Kara's fight in that kind of bar, cafe gun place. Getting her winnings. Oh, Moff Gideon. There we go. Yeah, there you go, Mufkidian's arrival. That's another one. We got a lot of story. We got a lot to find out here. How that dark saber got into his hands. Ooh. Oh, okay, I'm going oh to set that one away. All right, all right. I don't know if you caught a good look at that. I certainly didn't, but um, I, I okay, saw a blur, that. but it looks pretty good. Here yeah, we have another blue yeah. parallel. Yeah, uh, the razor crest. So I'll leave those cards aside. So. And of course, they say guaranteed a sketch or an auto. So, okay, here we go. The Tuscan Redder territory, and this has evolved beautifully. You know that this whole thing with with them being the the, the Tuscan Raiders being the natives of this land, and and you know with this this development of that sign language and and their their actual spoken language now is. Yeah, that's a beautiful uh, bit of storytelling. Oh, and a lot of fertile ground that they were able to do there, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt in the story at all, and it just oh. it really deepens it. And especially if you're going back to Tatooine, where you know I think some people you know, are, have a little reservations to go back, and you know here's a place where we can go back to, but yet learn something brand new that really adds to it. So you really have to give them a lot of credit for uh, for going down there and really making such a rich, a rich part of. Uh, you know, Star Wars, like I said, a little something for old, a little something for new. Love it. Oh, yeah. To, to evolve that species as well, the Tuscans, you know, to, to be more than just these mindless, uh, you know, violent creatures. Love it. Absolutely exactly. Great. So is Zero. I also liked, um, you know, as far as his return, so to speak, uh, in mm -hmm. this latest chapter. And I didn't even think about, like, yeah, I guess they didn't necessarily get rid of the droid. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, nice little callback. I liked it. Yeah, it's nice to keep spare parts. You never know when you need, <laughs> might need an arm or a head. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the New Republic closes in. So, uh, again, 
that episode, the prisoner, the end, uh, the X wings coming through, and also a nice callback as well. So that that of you know going back to the passenger and seeing some of those New Republic X wings, and so you know um, yeah. that was really nice. And apparently the the one, and I you know I'll have to look back the credits again, uh, but he mm-hmm. also apparently was a member of the five zero first. So he. The guy who was doing the Republic Trooper, who was doing all the talking, and we know Filoni was in the other X-wing, uh, but this yeah. fella has a, has a TK number, so I'm like, good on the five oh first. Yeah, I, I think I, um, Amy actually mentioned to me. I believe he's an actor yes. Uh, yes. from some successful television show. But yeah, I, I've seen several photos. I actually followed him on Twitter just the last couple of days. I don't remember his tag, but there are a number of those five oh first photographs. So. And that was a real heart-wrenching moment, mm. the, the pile of Mandalorian armor. Um, I guess we've got to assume they were all killed. Um, a word with Omera. Uh, such a nice touching moment, too, that, you know, I don't think they needed, you know, they, they rested on it as long as they needed to. Um, mm. But, you know, what a great character. And, you know, it's one of those where you know, not in there. I mean, she's obviously in there for the episode, but, you know, even if they never went back to it, uh, Never went back to her. Uh, what a great character. Uh, what a great actress. Really was. Really was. And uh, the ATSD has awoken. So mm. uh, the Raiders ATSD. Okay. Ooh, Tools of the Bounty Hunter insert. Very nice. Yeah. This one being the Flame Projector. They call that one. That's a TB4. That's a great one. And another blue parallel. Ah, uh, the blue. The helpful quill. Excellent. Okay, so one pack and then just those few cards remain from this hobby box. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, now this isn't a great-looking scene for anybody <laughs> pinned down in a room, uh, pinned down by the Imperials. Uh, suddenly those four that reported became four dozen. Ah. <laughs> uh, Showdown in the streets of Navarro. Great action scene. That that was uh, just oh, packed yeah. with adrenaline. That whole thing. You know, how they're going to get out? Another shot of the child. You cannot go wrong with. That's right. Oh, there's a nice uh, still of uh, that kind of electric shock uh, <laughs> that comes through with the Mandalorian. A messy infiltration. Um, Nice thing so far. I don't think I've seen any uh, jibs yet, which is uh, which is always nice. It's uh... yeah, that is uh, that is something that I noticed uh, on some other breaks, and so yeah. And of course, that will jinx me on on my second box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another assist from Quill. That's, of course, retrieving all the parts of the Razor Crest there. Enter mm. the Hunter. This is probably going to be number one. Yeah, this is number one. Enter the Hunter. I always love getting card number one and and card number like 100 or whatever the last number is because that's when yep. you know you're starting to build, build that set. And you get right. the beginning and the end. Okay, another character here. Uh, Imperial Death Trooper. Our friends from, well, not friends, but uh, familiar characters from Rogue One. It's great to see those back. Oh, no, oh very great. happy. Yep. So, uh, at the... The, the the armor forging new armor in purple that that's beautiful. I, did beautiful. you have that already in blue? You got a nice little rainbow going there. I think if you do, I think so. Yeah, yeah I did. In fact, there there it is right there. It's the the, there the blue and the purple. Yeah, 
building a you nice little rainbow. You've got a way better memory than I have, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see what was going on here. Okay, uh, so okay, so okay, so there was a character card. There's the child. Uh, the child, yeah. And then ah, uh, oh, here was my first dupe. So uh, Moff Gideon's arrival. And then that uh, Ooh. Matt Lanter. That's going to be Matt Lanter. He's yep. a Republic soldier. Yep. Also the uh, voice of Anakin Skywalker from Anakin Clone. Skywalker. That's right. Beautiful. That's that's great. That uh, that's a that's a that's a fantastic hit right there. So oh, very nice. very happy with that. So that's oh, that's congratulations. the first uh, the first in there. Thank you so much. Very happy with that. Very very happy with that. Now, did you want to go on to a second hobby box, or did you want to crack a blaster? Or I'll tell you what, um, let me do. Let me see here. Let me let me break open a couple of these. We're gonna try to. Uh, let's get. You know, one of the nice things, um, and I saw this in is in the blaster, and Norrin had uh, clued me into that, is the fact that they put the uh, the Mandalorian symbol on the inside of the uh, blaster box. And I thought that was a very nice little touch there. So That's great. It's the, it's the little things, you know. It's always the little things. Let me go ahead. Um, now, one thing to note on the blaster boxes, um, uh, I have seen sets where blasters do not include... Uh, there wasn't a chance for like an autograph or some of the other mm -hmm. hits. Now in this case, there are, and these odds are uh, very high. Um, and also something to note that you know while you're going through, if you are getting packs, um, there is still time if you want to send away. Uh, remember, um, there's no purchase ne necessary to try to get maybe a hit. So if you get into one of these packs and you read the fine print, uh, you can send away to tops. Um, that's always something Never nice. has to increase your chances. Exactly. You know, if they're going to leave something like that on the table. Um, one thing also, and I don't know if you saw this. Um, here is, now, this is what the, the, the medallion card, and it really has a nice, it has that, um, that uh, mudhorn symbol from, the, from his pauldron and, uh, on it. I'm going to leave that off on the side. Uh, so one thing you'll notice here is that the retail blaster boxes, they are six cards and let's see so we're going to put those up here okay the tuscans beautiful beautiful so some of the same things we have seen mm -hmm. uh, we have that copy of zero here the village fights back setting the trap and then let's see, we have, ooh, oh, we have another day. purple parallel, and I will have to say I I do love that purple parallel. And then, um, flame projector also, just like you had the oh excellent, so the tools of the bounty hunter. Over these, some of the warm things up on the desert planet. <laughs> All right. Love how that sounds. And so, one nice thing here. What do we have? Now, some of the cards that we saw there before. We have that. Mm -hmm. Here's the child. Everyone's favorite green person. Ooh. And you know the thing about that is? That is card 100. So, you have number one, and this is card number 100. So, we have, we have talked. It. 
we have we have uh, seen the first and the last card. We have here Secret Bounty. We have the client. Ah, love him. Um, approaching Navarro, which looks to me like a blue parallel. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the inks they're using, the print they're using this time, beautiful. I'm liking this. Beautifully. And then we have zero from the character. Um, you know, the funny part of this, and I don't know why, I don't think you've ever played, have you ever heard of a game called Warhammer 40K? Uh, but that font is, that font is Warhammer 40K, or like right all over. Yeah, I used to play Space Hulk a long time ago. Boy, we need to talk <laughs> off mic. Um <laughs> All right, what have we got? Ooh, up. Oh, this is going to be funny. Um, so some of the same, some of the same cards. We still have. We have the uh, the New Republic closes in. Uh, pinned down by Imperials. Reunited and away. It's a oh, rocketeer yeah. moment yep. again. <laughs> rocketeer moment. Uh, the Mudhorn stopped. So some of the same cards we're seeing. We have a nice blue parallel. Do not self-destruct. That's funny. <laughs> That's great. It's card 10. And I got Toro. We got Toro. There's a Toro. Oh, Toro Calican. Probably the, if there is a Rodney Dangerfield of the Star Wars universe, <laughs> Toro is our man. I feel so bad for Toro, but uh, I, I've, never seen, I've never seen a character that's been, you know, but. Uh, yeah. You start yeah, to feel he, bad for him after a while. That's over. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I know what to do with it. All right. Let me throw. A, let me open up a couple more of these because it. You know, that's no, the one thing that I will say for the blaster. Um, the blaster boxes are is I have seen some numbered parallels, uh, mm -hmm. which is nice. Uh, there, like I said, there is a chance, and so we have safe and sound. We have another. So if you like the child, a little green button, a little, this is literally called a little green button pusher. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's uh, very accurate too. Very accurate. The negotiation. Um, here we go. The, the one you had earlier, the adorable observer and a blue parallel of the taking of the child. You know, what's interesting oh. in looking at these is, you know, even in that one hobby box, uh, what you were able to pull, you had a great cross-section there. Uh, Kowakian monkey lizard creature. Okay, alien creatures. Wow, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Being prepared for cooking, I think. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Let's look at this. Ooh. All right. What do we got? All right, so we have drawing a crowd back in business. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you get some great cards here. Uh, rescue is the way. I like it. It's Paz Vizsla. The child's new friends. Same thing you've done. Uh, here is a nice purple uh, parallel found. And then character... Mandalorian character card, very nice. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, C that's great. C one, C one, that makes sense. He'd be the first one of that. All right. What have I got? Boy, I've got a lot. 
Um, here, let me let me burn through some of these, and then I'll hit this uh, medallion card. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. I cannot. I cannot. Uh, I'm I'm not a good poker face. I can see. Uh, <laughs> crashing, crushing the hunters. Trouble for the mithril. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Looking for work. Once again, some of the ones we've seen already. The mission begins. Card 70. Wow. Okay. Uh, we have a blue parallel of a scary cat. And uh, I love the fact that uh, a loath cat got in there. I, I like that. Oh, a live action loath cat. We've been waiting a long time for that. And here you go. Here is a concept art. This is chapter three. And this is a Doug Chang John Park image. How about wow, that? Doug Chang. One of my heroes, Doug Chang. Yeah. It just seems like he's been there forever, uh, you know, creating all the things we we know best. I think with this set, you're coming for the you're coming from the base set, but you are staying for the concept art. I think mm -hmm. uh, concept art fans out there really are gonna enjoy that particular insert. Even if you you know, even if you were just going on um, eBay and just getting the concept art uh, insert, you could do worse. You could do worse. Uh, ooh, this one's gonna be all right. All right. We have uh, Bounty Bait. For a second, I thought it said Bounty Brit, so don't take that, don't take that personally. Um, we it happens. Unexpected complication. Uh, a friendly race. I may or may not have the English baking show on Netflix running in the background. Uh, I'll tell that as you do in that case. <laughs> I, although I think I found out what marzipan stands for. I don't know. Uh, it was one of those things we just ran out of stuff on Netflix. I'm like, showing, I'm throwing it on the English baking uh, program. Okay. Uh, I, I no There's worse things. There's worse things. Well, you know, if you are if you are in quarantine, uh, we watched, what, what did yesterday? We watched all the Thor movies, uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, we're watching them at like four or five movies a clip. Uh, yeah. If I wasn't working today, it would be, you know, where my wife was like, all right, what are we watching today? And I'm like, okay. Uh, here's a nice blue parallel of an uncertain negotiation. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's beautiful. That, that's a, that's, that's a, a card we've great. seen so far. And then we have a character card of the armorer. Oh, wow. You're doing great here with the, with the, with the um, Mandalorian and the armor. That's great. Well, and, you know, like I said, the, you know, you can attack these. I love the fact that with these cards, you've got retail, you've got hobbies, so it's not exclusive to one. So if someone was kind of coming in going, you know, I'm kind of interested, I always want to see blaster boxes at uh, Targets and Walmarts because to me that is a new collector. That is someone going, you know what, I don't have to be crazy in, but I can still get a lot of, out of any of these cards. And you're going, you know, with, with about 60 cards, you're probably going to get about half a base set if you're, you, know, you play your yeah. cards right. Uh, let's off and away again, following through and plowing yep. through Imperials. Yeah, my, one of my favorite scenes. Yep. The Fate of the Mandalorians, you had that one. That's the one with the helmets. A word with Omera, once again, great scene. You also have a couple parallels of that. Mm -hmm. And then our blue parallel, ooh, the Armorer Unleashed. There is a great card. Yeah. This is card 98. Fantastic sequence, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we have Tools of the Bounty Hunter. Uh, insert, we have Vibroblades. I like it. I like it. All nice. Right. 
Yeah, I went ahead and bought three blasters, so I should be in some good shape with uh, with some dupes. And like I said, I'll put it out there. Um, like I said, the everything is. I think once we get past ne next week, let's say knock on knock on wood, everything's fine with me. Uh, we can get back to whatever quasi normal that is. Uh, I'll be really be mm -hmm. looking to uh, to uh, do a little working on on a trading spreadsheet. All right. Uh, the Mandalorian takes off. Card 99. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Okay. Uh, village under siege. Love also the fact that no, they didn't really get into uh, Omera's uh, use of weapons. She knew what she was doing. Uh, yeah, there's something there. I'm sure. ATST has awoken. Um, there's that card. You had a messy infiltration. And oh, yeah. Then we Great have still. a nice purple of the incinerator trooper. Nice. Beautiful. That's and great. Yeah. Cara Dune. Uh, Cara Dune. character card. All right. All right. Yeah. There's uh, the big two... names to get in there. Yeah, pulling the big names. All right, one pack left, and then the medallion card we'll take a look at. It. And then if, you, if, you, if you're feeling lucky with that second box, you can, or you can enjoy it in your own. I, I am... I'm available uh, if you if you can put up with me for a while longer. I can, I can certainly uh, make time for that. Excellent. Ah, paid in best car steel. Here's a new one we haven't seen yet. Sorry nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one final option. Uh, another assist from Quill. We've seen this one already. Here we go. I love it. Card number one. Enter the hunter. Love that one. We have yeah, the blue parallel of Grief Karga's gift. I like that. And then here you go. Here's here's your here's your man, Doctor Pershing, character card. Ah, perfect. You're, All you're right. Good. So yeah, I would have to say if we kind of look at it, um, sixty cards right there. Uh, that's a good stack. Yep. And yep. then yep. let's take a look and see what this medallion card is. And I, you know, a lot of times I would say on blaster, blaster boxes, the medallion packaging is usually just a very plain Jane, uh, almost like an unbrand one. This one has nice this, uh, the the pack packaging is black and it has that mudhorn symbol on it, and it really feels like something nice. So I will have to say I'm really digging the fact. Also interesting in this blaster box, no numbered cards. Yeah, you saw that the same here as well with, with that hobby box I opened up. Not, not one with a number. All right, you are going to see this before I do. I'm going to flash this up, so. Oh, there you go. You got a winner right there. I'm not going to tell you. You can turn around and take a I'm look. I'm turn that, around this. And that is a, ooh, okay. <laughs> so this is an IG-11 um, medallion card, but the medallion itself is actually the child. Um, I know that. Um, I know that some of the other... There's variants of it that has the Mandalorian helmet on it, uh, but this one has a child on it, and so congratulations, you've received a Mandalorian medallion card, uh, IG-11 with the ch with the child medallion on it, and this is M-I-G-C. It is not numbered, but it is very nice, and you know, it's one of those things, especially with medallions, um, can't go wrong with the child on it, so... And I will probably... Now, it, it looked, uh, the, the, the child section looked kind of pewter, almost like that Beskar color. Yeah, it does have a it's it's a it's a very silvery uh, feel to the medallion. It has sort of a black uh, metallic background on it as well, um, and you can feel you know it's it's very it's very textured. 
so you can feel the different um, you know folds and folds in the child's clothing and you know the ears and the eyes and things like that and then that background as well so you're really getting a lot there with that and uh, that definitely will be top loaded um, like I said once again sometimes it's it's tricky to figure out what the best way to, to do with your medallions but once again you know you're already an ace in the hole you've got that Matt Lantner uh, autograph and you yeah. know, you're already you're already on a good uh, path to getting your set um, a blaster box or two you know, you've, re you've really got it there. So I'm going to put this aside. Here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like you, you mentioned, though, the those concept art cards are, are going to be uh, what keep me hooked beyond the uh, beyond the base set. Yeah, I'm really seeing. I and it's one of those. You know, sometimes when you're looking on, like I say, I go to Cardboard Connection, and you're looking at, um, you know, what will be the inserts. And sometimes, you know, when you're seeing it, and you're not really getting a whole like, okay, you know. It's this or this, but then you start going, ooh, okay. Yeah, those those orange tones from Tatooine. Cannot go wrong with that. All right. You cannot. Okay, take... so let's uh, turn around. Okay, number two. I put a slit in there. I don't want to be wrestling with cellophane. I, I did the same thing before we started recording. I just, yeah, I didn't, yeah. no sense of, you know, I really love that tin. I think, you know, um, as, as much as it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little more expensive than it was. I, at least getting one of those tins, you have to, um, yep. Okay. That's what we have here. Okay. So, so another seven packs of eight cards again. Okay. So we go this time. I'll try and be cautious as well, just in case. Uh, you're you going to turn into a breaker is what you're going to do. Uh, you know, a little cushion on her. And like I say, there's a few people out there, yourself included, that uh, that uh, like to uh, maintain the suspense. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian Foundling from our flashback uh, sequences. Oh, look at this one. The fight is on. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Really beautiful. Okay, discovering Toro's <laughs> change of plan. So the double cross right there. And you know that that uh, that image right there though that reminds you mm. of that stormtrooper riding the dewback uh, from you know from a New Hope. Um, and mm. there was a card and there was a famous image of that. And this is what it kind of harkens back uh, when you're seeing this shot of the Mandalorian. Um, at, at any rate, but that's just kind of the first thing that comes by. So there's still there still these callbacks even in some of these images. Yeah, I mean, even the point of view there, like like you say, New Hope, when you kind of look in mm -hmm. up from up from the right, it is very much the, the similar kind of viewpoint. Um, defending the Razor Crest. Okay, well, who knew Jaws were so flammable? <laughs> Forging new armor. And, uh, Can't say enough again. also okay. about seeing the ice cream maker. Um, I I really love them them incorporating that into the. Uh, into the show, and you know, we actually got to see it again in that chapter nine, uh, when when the uh, yeah. the marshal walks off with that uh, those crystals in that uh, ice cream maker. Yeah, again, it would be it's one of those things where where the fans uh, are probably chasing those around. It'd be interesting <laughs> to see what kind of uh, money they're bringing now. You know, vintage ice cream makers uh, on eBay. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, Mandalorian helmet, tools of the bounty hunter again. So uh, that one is TB5, that one. 
And a nice purple parallel here. Yeah, uh, a friendly face. So I don't know whether from, uh, from you that. have that base card. I don't know whether you have another parallel of that or not. You know, I, I had that same thought. I think I may do. I think I may have another one of those ones. Okay. Again, a little caution here. Okay. So. Oh, nice. Okay. This is something we haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah from, uh, from the prisoner episode, leaving with Quinn. Mandalorian's, uh, Mandalorian's plan. plan. Yep. So, yeah, so we're still seeing new cards at this point, which is nice. A deadly disagreement. Yeah. Yeah, from that, that tense moment in uh, that first episode. And uh, Amy Sedaris there again. Pelly's new job. And more new cards. More new cards. The Mandalorian Secret uh, Passenger. Secret Passenger, yeah. Once again, kind of too much of the child. Ooh, Recruiter and Quill. Yeah. Ah, look at that. Jean. Okay. Another character uh, insert. Nice. Yeah. The uh, Twilight Psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Here's our uh, <laughs> scout troopers standing by. Uh, Two of the most hated uh, people in the Star Wars universe right now, I think. <laughs> well, you know, if if anyone could turn it around, um, y you go from that to uh, Ted Lasso. So I Lasso. So I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it turned out too bad for uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis. No, no. I think he, I think he got away with this one. Okay. Jail was on the defensive. So, the jail was on the defensive. Yeah. Yeah, with that that kind of callback to the old '60s Batman moment, skating the side of the uh, the sand crawler, that's hilarious. More new cards, Fennec Shand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, really hope we see more of uh, Ming Na Wen. I'm a mm -hmm. Agents of Shield fan as well, so I'm hoping we we see her come back. And evasion tactics. There's the base of, uh, again, those two uh, scout troopers. Ah, Toro. <laughs> Meet Toro. Meet him. Meet him, say hi, then say bye. <laughs> okay. And again, the village fights back. We've, we've both seen that one. We'll have to figure out if there is a, uh, what, what Toro's autograph is going for on eBay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting, uh, interesting little bit of research to do there. You know, and he probably thought, in all fairness, he probably thought that it was going to be a great gig. Like, dude, I'm going to be in Star Wars. And then it's like, oh, Toro. Yeah, poor fella. <laughs> poor Toro. Some. Ooh, the client <laughs> character card. Character card client. That one is number C7. 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 And that blue parallel of uh, recruiting, uh, recruiting Quill. You have got, yeah, you've got a very nice uh, start to this base set. Yeah, it does feel like it. There's, there's been a few uh, that, that you'd expect to uh, to pick out this time, uh, you know, of uh, getting some dupes in there. But that first that first thing was was excellent. I think it was just the one in there. Mm -hmm. Remote rendezvous. Uh, remote rendezvous. Yeah. Uh, touching base with Grief Karga. Receiving that message. Ooh, grossing out the kids. <laughs> Yeah, you can quite see this. Uh, it's lunchtime. Uh, <laughs> frogs. The child does have a peculiar appetite. 
This is true. Let's set the trap again there. Oh, what about the news uh, of of hearing that Misty Rojas was doing another another character in doing, I guess, for lack of a better word, the Frog Lady? I mean, how about a great little, uh, yeah. you know, little second act? Yeah, it was great because she was wonderful. Seeing her uh, speaking about, uh, you know, being the performer for Quill uh, in the gallery series was was wonderful, and, and seeing her coming back to uh, to to uh, fill another role. Uh, it's always great. It's great to see those re- recurring actors as well as characters. Uh, Mudhorn stopped again there. Oh, and we have, uh, we do have, I think you had this one already, this Aliens and Creatures. We have another shot of the blurb. Yep, that was, uh, that was the one I got on that first ten as well. And, then... and uh, the Mandarin's secret passenger in blue. You know, something else that we saw from Chapter 10 was how uh, much more movement we saw in the child. You know, so they're really getting uh, they're really getting better with uh, manipulating, you know, not only the hands, but also seeing it scurry across. Right, right. And, and it's done well, too. You know, it, it could be so, so uh, badly done by a bad puppeteer, but, uh, but that's Disney and Lucasfilm. There's nothing but the best. Okay, Toru Kalkan's last mistake. Yep. Signing yep. the contract for the gig. No, uh, no. no. Uh, poor Toro. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hoping to help. There we go. Uh, again, this one I had in that first in there, that forging the pauldron. Oh, there we go. Yeah, starting to see a couple of dupes. Okay. I think you got yeah, some of your but... trade bait here. That's it. That's what we need. The, the, you know, uh, dupes are as as important many times as as the ones you have the singles of. Dupes, dupes are currency, um, and you know that's what I kind of <laughs> liked about. Um, you know, we were working on our the the top set for chapter ten, and you know, you get to a certain point, and you know, like in anything, um, you know, you can keep pulling. You know, you, you get excited, you pull some packs. And then at some point you have to go, I'm just going to take a step back and I'm just going to put out there mm-hmm. in the feed, you know, dupes for needs. And more often than yep. not, you know, that's going to save you. That's going to save you credits and crystals. It's very easy to spend, but sometimes to go, you know, a lot of times you get some good trading partners out there and same thing with this. I think as someone, yep. as long as somebody knows that you've got this and um, especially when you're talking about base, base cards, plain white envelope, a nice little top loader, and it's going to get to mm-hmm. whoever it needs to get. Safe and sound. Mm-hmm. Absolutely to the hands of whoever needs it. So, uh, again, the negotiation there. Uh, character card, Moff Gideon mm. this time. Mm. Uh, the, the, these characters that they created for this series have, uh, have been just just amazing. Great purple parallel the, here. Yeah, the mission begins. Okay. Really great shot of the Mandalorian. It was very fun going back and watching uh, season two of The Boys and uh, seeing Giancarlo Esposito in that, and you just go, you know, how much more enjoyment I got out of that seeing him in that after watching, you know, him yeah. in... And, and that, that's another series where he's playing a character where there's more to come. Mm-hmm. We've seen very little. He's an engaging character, and it's like, what's coming next? So we're meeting Carl Dune again there. We're starting to see some repeats. Yeah, uh, in the cave of Pelimoto again. Yeah, 
old friend's new job. And again, uh, you had also the, the adorable observer. And, and I think it's one of those things when we look back and, you know, one of the reasons why I'm going to try to be getting a, or a checklist is that with so mm. many shots of the child, sometimes it's going to be hard to tell, you know, without the checklist cards, you know, that he used to put that of trying to keep some of these cards um, track of what you have and what you have dupes of. Yeah. Yeah. I found that actually uh, today with some of those uh, Mandalorian uh, chapter 10 cards in the card trader as well, you have the same characters in similar positions, just different settings. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I have to go backwards and forwards to see what I'm trading out, what I'm needing to get back in as well. Uh, Charles new friends again there. Ah, that dupe of that, uh, that concept art, uh, the one with the wisdom birds again, that's, that's a nice one to be able to get moving along. And a blue parallel. And then uh, the blue of uh, Pelly's job. Uh, Pelly in the job. So it's the last pack. So either this is where the hit is, or I'll be following your instructions. <laughs> See episode. <laughs> to make a claim. Yes. The lost hit. Uh, which, you know, to be honest, was a good education on what happens when a hit doesn't happen. And, you know, when you're talking yep. about keeping your uh, receipts in this case, even though you pre-ordered it, uh, making sure you keep on those, you know, mm -hmm. those emails, um, so you never quite know when you're going to have to uh, knock on Tops' door and ask them customer service. Say hey, yeah, yeah. So, that, and you, you seem to have had a, an excellent uh, response, and and they really did take care of you. I thought it was a nice response, and you know, yeah, I was very, very happy with the uh, with the response and the cards back. It was, it was awesome. No match. So uh, again, no match from the Mandalorian. Um, Another one, the uh, Assassin Reborn, the reprogrammed IG-11. Uh, looking for work again. And again, the mission begins. Uh. And a blue, a new mission, uh, Cara Dune and, uh, and the Mandalorian. Okay, so let's see what we have here. So a uh, character card of uh, Quill. Dun, dun, dun. And then just... Uh, friendly face and <gasps> Ooh. congratulations you are due to receive an autograph of Julia Jones from the Mandalorian season one so uh, that's a, a scratch off card uh, tops online redemption card so uh, again that's something I've not encountered before so I'll have to uh, follow the instructions closely so what's interesting now and in, you know when what's kind of nice is it now this kind of moves it a little forward in that you've actually received a redemption card. So in this case, this will come with instructions. Uh, and once again, it's going to be a little clearer cut because basically you have the ticket for that. And so you'll see that you'll see that there. Um, so I would suggest uh, if, if it isn't all on that card, actually do me a favor. Let's, let's read the, um, let's go through that. Yeah, so as she reads very, very uh, easily here at the bottom of the front of the card, uh, to receive the card indicated above, visit uh, tops.com and follow the step-by-step -step instructions using the redemption code on the back of the card. And there's actually a pretty good uh, duration. This card doesn't expire until 2022. Um, so you mentioned recently in, in some of the recent podcasts about how they, they do expire. This one's actually good until the end of October 2022. Excellent. Yeah, so in which case, you know, when you go to the, the TOPS website and you look at the support page, uh, there'll be something very likely you're going to have to print out, you'll fill out, and in this case, it'll 
you know, be tied into that redemption code on the back. I do like the fact that, like I said, because you got this so early, um, you're going to be ahead of it. You know, it's just going to take basically getting that thing in the mail, but also the fact that you know exactly what you're going to get. Whereas in my case, mm-hmm. it was basically a missing hit. Um, in right. this case, and I know with uh, when we talked to Fred Avizano, um, he had gotten a redemption card, but he got it past expiration date. Now, I still don't know whether he ever gotten that, that make good, but in this case, yeah, the onus is going to be on, and I would say, you know, like I said, you travel a lot, but I would say get on this, get it back in the mail, and in that way, it's working. And I think when I even put in mine, it was only a, it was only a couple, three weeks tops. So, yep. you know, I would say that, you know, you should probably receive back um, a good, um, fairly, I would say a fairly, you know, in this case, since, since we were before Thanksgiving, so especially if you're receiving it before the holidays, the sooner, you know, sooner than, you know, sooner rather than later. And then, um, yeah, then in which case, like I said, that'll be, that'll be, it'll be a pleasant surprise in the mail. Yeah, so uh, also the, the, the instructions on the back here, you mentioned uh, how those read. So uh, it does call itself an online redemption card. Uh, and it reads, at time of production, we are unable to insert into packs the card of the players indicated on the reverse side of this redemption card. Uh, to receive the card of the player players uh, indicated on the reverse side, visit again tops.com for those instructions. If unable to redeem online, please handprint full name, complete address, including zip code and phone number below, and mail it. So you do have two options there. You can either mail the card or you can do the online redemption. So two options there. And I might also, um, b- before you mail that thing out, definitely take a picture of both sides of the card with your phone, and then that way you can keep it for your records. Uh, maybe before and after, as far as, like, I know the code looked like it was a scratch-off code. Um, it so, is. That's right. And then, yeah, that definitely is a that is definitely a Twitter post in the making uh, that, you yes. know, that uh, we'll be looking forward to. So so tell me, Frank, you have uh, you cracked open both tins. How is your feeling mm-hmm. about this set? Was it worth the wait? Oh, definitely was. Uh, th- this has been one, I think, that so many people have been waiting all year from. In fact, for the last year, um, as so many people have said about the merchandise that was available when season one dropped at the end of last year, of course, because of the secrecy surrounding, Mm. especially the child, they made nothing available. So to wait a full year um, for this one uh, to to be released, definitely worth the wait. And actually, time seemed to go along pretty well. It's nice when you make that pre-order and you just forget about it. And then the next thing is there's an email saying, we're fulfilling your order, and here's your tracking number. So it's, it's always a nice surprise. If it is a long, a long, long time past when you made that order, that pre-order, it's a, it's a nice surprise. So yeah, I know. Worth the wait. Excellent. Yeah, I know that I have a pre-order out for uh, Holocron, which is coming out next month. Uh, when you also have um, Masterwork as well, so it's going to be a lot of cards coming out next uh, next month as well. But yes, you know the one thing uh, you, when we're moving into. Um, you know, the age of Star Wars television, and you're seeing what Topps is doing as far as The Mandalorian, which I think really sets the pace for, if we're talking about the Kenobi series or Cassie Andor, uh, you're hoping that you're at least going to get a season one. I would say, given the popularity of The Mandalorian, you know, you're wondering, are we going to see a season two set? I would say that, you know, it's probably a good bet that we are, especially if... <laughs> You know, we're not into uh, we're not into the the rumor mill here, but you know, we've seen some 
good episodes so far. I think there's still a lot of surprises to come. You know, I would really hope there'd be a second series of this, which would even make the cards that we have now that much more that much more fun. Yeah, and like you say, uh, season two, even just two two episodes in, uh, we're already getting some great characters, uh, great actors, surprise characters coming in. You know, Tim, uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, coming through to play a character. I mean, big names. Uh, this attracting a lot of people. You know, just, just like the Star Wars movies have in the past with all the cameos uh, through those sequel movies. You know, uh, people in stormtrooper costumes you discover six months later. Um, same here, but it's great to see these these back big actors being brought on being attracted to the franchise and you know when we're looking at the cards we were looking at tonight you have some really solid insert sets with the characters you have uh tools of the mandalorian the concept mm -hmm. art we 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 have uh we have can't say enough about that um and so i think it's a good it's a good all-around set 100 card base set um even with the hobby box or a blaster box you are well on your way mm -hmm. um we will be talking about it on twitter on instagram as well um, you know, we will be out there, and like I said, I'm hoping to be working on a spreadsheet for this and, you know, getting some trades going and, uh, you know, trying to fill it up. Um, you know, like I said, um, I think as far as hobby boxes, you, you know, you may want to, if you haven't yet, um, I definitely like the autographs and sketch cards that are out there. Um, you may want to hold off and see if the prices fluctuate up or down. Um, but I like the fact that at 20 bucks in for a blaster box up to a hobby box, there's a lot of room there that you can get. So whether or not you're a seasoned collector or you're just at the uh, at your local Target or Walmart, there there's something in it for everybody. Yeah, it'd be interesting as well when when you do get a um, you know a checklist together to to find out what is going on with number cards, uh, see if there's a particular color that is, or whether exclusive to again you know we've, we've seen before exclusive items like your uh, like your medallion there to the blaster boxes, and sometimes to stores as well. So it'd be interesting to see uh, see if there are and and where those can be found numbered uh, numbered parallels. Excellent. Um, so I'll, I will. I, I appreciate you um, allowing us to kind of uh, get in on your boxes. Um, Frank, where can people find you online? So uh, primarily, uh, I'm uh, on Twitter at Mr. Daft Prawn, and uh, my wife Amy and myself uh, we trade in the uh, Star Wars Car Trade app at the Daft Prawns. We're always on there every day, always uh, sending out cards and. Always welcome trades in as well. So those are the two places you'll find me primarily. Excellent, excellent. Frank, yes, once again, keep up the great work out there. Appreciate you on, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Take care. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? Once again, my thanks to Frank for being on the program tonight and going over some of those cards. It was really, really fun. Uh, and it was a fun distraction. Uh, once again, from the uh, from the grips of the COVID, and I'll be really, really excited uh, when quarantine is done. Any feedback for tonight's episode can be made in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on the Instagram post for this episode, or you can DM me on Instagram at RebelBaseCard. On Twitter, you can also find me at RebelBaseCard, as well as Facebook. You can also email the program, greg at RebelBaseCard.com. You can find the show notes for this and all episodes on the website, rebelbasecard.com. In the Star Wars Card Trader app, you can find me at cornfedtech. I use the hashtag CardSquadron, not only for a way to put out the word on cool cards and card collecting, 
but as a way to hopefully bring the community a little closer together. We collect, communicate, and commiserate when we run out of credits and crystals to spend in the app. Join in on the fun. Plus, well, all the other cool squadron names were already taken. We collect as one, and would be honored if you would join us. And if you were a sketch card artist or Star Wars artist or collector, cosplayer, want to talk about your work, your craft, your passion, please drop me a line and maybe we can work something out. I'd love to get a chance to hear your story. You can also help out the program by leaving a comment and review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get this podcast from. Otherwise, keep those cards out of the hands of the Empire, folks, and I'll talk to you soon. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds, and any other related items, are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.